think we live. Yep, yep. Going back to PolPolTicket.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Yep, yep. Also check me out on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple. One, two, I'm in a place to be with John Jiggs. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How you, brother? I'm great. I'm great. I actually, I saw you, Um, you got a song with Jay Waiters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to the bro, Jay Waiters. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be interviewing him soon, too. That's why I saw your name, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my dog, man. Peace to Jay Waiters, bro. So where you, I see you, uh, you say you're from Atlanta, but you reside in ATL? Nah, yeah, nah, I'm from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah. They're wrong. Yeah. I'm from New York, yeah, but I live in Atlanta. Word. What part of New York are you from? Long Island. Okay. So how you, uh, what happened? How you came from, from over there to down there? Um, AKA Strong Island. Um, just wanted to change. I've been, you know, I've been Long Island my whole life. You know, I've been New York my whole life. So, you know, it was just time for a change, you know, uh, getting a little older, family, kids, stuff like that. So, you know, just, uh, I think down here is like a better quality of life to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? How you like that food down South? Man, listen, look at me, bro. Uh, <laughs> they eat good, huh? What's your favorite meal? Um, I like to be honest with you, I'm not really supposed to. I one of my favorite things, I love lamb, you know what I'm saying? Like leg of lamb or lamb chops, or whatever. But then also too, uh uh like fettuccine alfredo. But I can't, you know, I can't do too much of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But love it when I get to get a chance to have it, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I gotta um man, I don't know if I'm um we trying to eat lamb, but I don't know if I'm picking the right lamb or not. Cause the last one I got, we she cooked it, and I think she cooked it how it's supposed to be cooked, but it just tastes like real gamey to me, so I didn't like it. But it was like the rack of lamb, so I don't know if we, huh? Well, this is what you gotta do when you get some lamb, right? You got you gotta you gotta put it in a like a ziploc bag, right? With some olive oil, right? Some lemon, squeeze some fresh lemon over it, some rosemary. Maybe a little bit of, you know, some other seasoning, a little bit of garlic powder or something like that, whatever, onion powder, you know what I'm saying? And just let it sit overnight. Yeah. And then you cook that, you cook that joint the next day, and you're gonna have that good flavor, you know what I'm saying? And then you also uh it's gonna be very tender too. So let me know how did um how did you get involved with music, like the earliest memories of hip hop? Oh man, um that started that started real young. Uh, I, um, I would say the earliest is probably like, like eight, nine. Um, my older brother was a DJ, you know what I'm saying? So I got exposed to like a lot of, um, a lot of hip hop very early, uh, from, you know, Gangstar, Public Enemy and Cool G Rap and DJ Polo, the Juice Crew, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Big Daddy King, Rakim. I was exposed to that, you know, and then, uh, as I grew up, you know, as I grew up and started to coming to my own, it was more like, you know, like the Nazis and Mob Deep and CNN and, uh, you know, people like that. Uh, and I mean, just as far as the rhyming, I always been, it's always just been, hip hop has always been something been a part of my life. Like I honestly can't really remember a time when I wasn't into hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think around the time, the turning point was probably uh, when I was like maybe 11 or 12, um, uh, I seen crisscross, you know what I'm saying? And when I seen crisscross, when I seen kids rapping, that kind of changed everything for me. Cause I started writing my own rhymes at that point. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of people been saying they've been mentioning Chris Cross. A lot of people I've been interviewing lately. They be saying Chris Cross. They be saying Bow Wow. Somebody said Romeo. <laughs> I think it's just like a generational thing. Like if you in my age group, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Chris Cross was like really influential. You know, probably made a lot of young rappers. You know what I'm saying? Because before that, we hadn't seen any children doing it on that level. You know what I'm saying? All right. Then so so who who is John Jiggs? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I was saying, who is John Jiggs? Um, John Jiggs is uh, an MC, uh, a businessman, a father, a husband. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a leader. You know what I'm saying? I got this, you know, I run a company or, you know, I own a company, you know what I'm saying? And we, you know, we also are guiding the careers of other artists and things like that. You know what I'm saying? We're getting into merch, we're getting into, you know, uh, entertainment, all kinds of different things. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I wear a lot of different hats, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, if, like I said, first and foremost, obviously a black man, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, I take pride in all of those things, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much. So how would you describe describe your sound to people? Um well I I would if I had to put it put if I had to put it in one word, I would say versatile. You know, there's not too many uh styles of rhyming that I can't that I can't pull off. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I you know, I, I got you know, I, I I do the bars thing. I got, you know, a lot of my music is boom bap type music, but you know, um if you listen, you start to listen to my projects and you and just the you know what I'm saying the way that they were intended to be adjusted, you'll see that you know I can take you on a lot of different a wide range of uh emotions and vibes, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's important. You know, the artists that I grew up listening to, they were able to do that. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, I always wanted to make sure that I was, you know, doing the same thing, you know, carrying on tradition. I mean, you were saying um I'm trying to find one of your songs. Let me get to one of your. I'm gonna play one of your videos later. Dope. For real, for real. I'm sorry. All right, I got you. Mm-hmm. So, so what are you working on right now? Well, I just put out um what a week ago or two weeks. No, I say like maybe two weeks now. Um, I just no three weeks. I just put out the madness. You know, what I'm saying me and BP just put out a project called the madness. Uh, it features uh features Razzcast, Afro. King Magnetic, Diabolic, Shabam Sadiq, you know what I'm saying? I got a couple, I got DJ Stitches, Tone Spliff, and uh, Swab on the cuts on that joint, you know? It's entirely produced by BP. Incredible project from front to back. We just, it's just straight up, like, I really went back to the basics. It's just straight up hard beats and hard raps all the way through from front to back. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of A lot of people are saying this is my best work and, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm just happy with the reception that um everybody's been getting, that everybody's been giving me on the project. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. I was reading that you tend to release like um, one producer albums a lot or EPs a lot. Yeah, yeah that's actually, kind of, it wasn't anything uh, intentional at first, but it's kind of become like a niche for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I tend to work better with one producer because we can, that allows us to really drive a theme home. Um, you know, if you follow my catalog, then every single project that you pick up from me is gonna be 
it's going to be a vibe. There's going to be skits. It's going to take you into, it's almost like a character or a movie or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, and, um, from pretty much from twin cannons, the twin cannons project in 2017 on, I've done that every single time, you know what I'm saying? And it's just something that works for me. And every time, you know, you pick up, it's, it's, it's every time you pick up a John Dix project, it's more like, it's like a production. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I think you will give us a fun fact. A fun fact. Let me try. Let's see. Fun fact. Oh, fun fact. The Madness was recorded in two and a half days. Mm. From start to finish. Yeah. So where, who, what, when, how? Huh? <laughs> I said who, what, when, where, how. I think that's the five. Why? Yeah. Who, All right. So, uh, BP, me and BP had a, a we had been actually Diabolic introduced me and BP back in like 2016. We've done, we've worked up together here and there. We put out a few Lucy, like little singles here and there, but never got a chance to really lock in. Um, at the end of last year, he reached out to me, was like, yo, bro, I see you doing your thing. And you know, at the same time, he'd been doing his thing, working with RJ Payne and working with Rascass and working with Tragedy Gaddafi and Nature and all these people, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we kind of just met at a time we kind of just linked back up at a time when both of us were kind of in between projects. It was the middle of the pandemic, you know, the shows had slowed down, everything had slowed down. And he reached out to me and he said, he had sent me a beat pack. Um, out of those beat pack, I probably had picked like maybe three beats out of that beat pack. And I wrote like maybe three songs ahead of time. Um, we had, we, I recorded, I recorded one song, sent it to him. It was dope. It was dope, but he didn't really like the idea of us emailing stuff together he thought it would be that the, that the synergy would be a lot better with us being together so we figured it out and um maybe uh let's see two three weeks later i took a flight to new york and we locked in we locked in the studio for like literally it was literally like two days two and a half days and i i recorded the first three songs that i had written already and then the rest of it we just i just wrote it right there on the spot we brought um afro happened to be in new york at the same time we brought afro to the studio we, me and him cooked that joint up and, um, you know, the rest is history, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, here we are with this, you know, arguably one of, you know, arguably the best project of the year so far. Yeah, I'm going to say, so how would you describe your creative process? Um, creative process. I mean, obviously, like most MCs, you know, everything kind of starts with the beat. Um, I would say 80% of the time when I'm putting together uh, lyrics, I'm doing it to a beat or with a beat in my head or whatever the case is. Um, every now and then I might just have some bars I want to get off my chest and I'll jot those down and uh, jot those down and I'll use them where they, you know, where applicable, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, it's, uh, it starts with the production and, you know, me as an MC, I'm very picky when it comes to production, um, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's kind of like one of those things where if it speaks to me, if the, if the production speaks to me, then I'm already... I'm already writing bars down before I before I'm even conscious of it, um, and and if it doesn't, then I'm just not gonna. It's just not gonna happen. It's, you know what I'm saying? There's very there's very few um, songs that I've done that uh, I didn't pick the beat. So you write pen and paper or paper no, pencil? On now, you know what I'm saying? Will you use your notes? Yeah, you use yeah, just use the 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 note in the phone. You just type like like. Headphones on, or you just type. It? Uh, headphones. Sometimes I even um I even dict, you know dictate. You know what I'm saying? 
dictate it and then just you know edit it so that because sometimes this stuff comes out a little funny i just edit it you know what i'm saying but a lot of times especially like if i was like if i'm driving or something like that and the bar comes in my head i just say it so i have it saved and then kind of fix it up once i stop somewhere you know what i'm saying so how would you say your style evolved through the years um i would definitely say that my my subject matter has become more mature you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, when you're young, you rap about young stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, yeah, your, your, uh, your thought process is kind of limited, you know what I'm saying, when you're young because you yeah. ain't much. You ain't really yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but now as I get as I get older, the subject matters become more mature. You hear me talk about my kids and my family and my wife more, and you hear me talk just everyday stuff that I go through, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, obviously there's still going to be, there's still going to be some of that ignorance in there, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just where we come from. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know what I mean? But, it, but as far, but, you know, you'll definitely get, you know, a little bit more uh, mature subject matter. You know, I'm attacking that on this madness project. And even with the last one, Jigonometry, there was like a lot of different issues that I, you know, kind of honed in on, on, on that and, you know, just growing, you know, just being able to elevate, elevate what your your message, you know what I'm saying? I think that's important. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to say I, I was looking at the videos. Which one you want me to go into? Um, you can actually go, go into the um the madness with Afro. Okay. Let's see if I can get it. Yeah. Oh, I see you right now. Oh, it just came out too, huh? Yeah. All right. You want to talk about it a little bit before we go into it? Yeah. Um. This video was like it was actually one of the it's the one of the best videos I've ever put out, but one of the easiest to make. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because you know you can see the special effects. I mean, obviously it's a green screen, so I really didn't have to like. You know, normally a video shoot is like an all day thing. You're tired at the end of the day. This. You know, you got to do this, you got to do that. But this was like, you know, like a couple of hours. And it was like, that's it. And then everything is post-production. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know what I mean? And I, honestly, really, just cooking this record with um with, with Afro was amazing because, you know, he's incredible lyricist and just feeding off of his energy and us going back and forth, and us trying to outdo each other, actually made for a great record. You know what I'm saying? All right. So we're about to go into it right now. Do it. Snap your brain with your nose bone. Two X chromosome niggas, y'all then fall off. 
best to skew through the flesh like uh, like a jigsaw. I'm a strangler, mangler, ain't no shame in my game. I'm a full of snub for my ankle and go and pop your potato. I got it. My stock is way up. These suckers is not creating fire blazing. We so sick, they gon' try to. We knock your latest. Run up, ever beat them, drop them, get them, they'll feed them, got them, bread them, get them, sick them, ahead them, get them, be the sharpest. Don't start it for water, so harvest, don't need them, be no modest. Suppository startup, I'll be like some Aussie when rhyming. It's the battle axe, thorax crusher, that fat fucker. Every time I'm around and they sounding more lackluster. I'm that immaculate hustler, selling crack to your mother. The brother been getting stacks, cause my vernacular's tougher, motherfucker. Yeah, I feel like y'all y'all gotta spend some more on that, man. That's like too too short. <laughs> yeah, y'all left me hanging on that one. I like it though, but it's just, I'm waiting. I'm yeah, like, damn, Mario. Right. Shit, y'all kept that going. Yeah, nah, I said, you know what I mean? We just basically all we did was we just split a 32, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, uh, so where Afro from? I like he was spinning Afro, too. California, he's from California. Yeah, I'm about to link up with him. I like he was telling y'all that shit was dope. I like that. You never heard of Afro before? Mm, I ain't from out here. I'm from Mississippi. Nah, I know. Oh, that's crazy. I got mad family in Mississippi. Love yeah. Mississippi. My mama lived in Mississippi. Word. Yeah, I had joined the Marines. So then after that, I came out here. But shit, I ain't, you know, it'd be a lot of people, man. I be trying to, they dope, though. I be trying to learn about them, though. Well, Afro was from uh, California. He was like a um, like a child prodigy because he can freestyle extremely well. And mm. crazy with that multiple syllable type rhyme pattern and he's been on like jimmy kimmel live and he's been on he was on that uh that vh1 uh show the breaks he was like he was on that and on that show that they had he's been on a couple tv appearances and stuff like that you know what i'm saying he's, but uh but yeah man shout out to afro man uh you know what i mean much appreciation yeah i feel like man you left me hanging so you gotta give me another video to play man oh <laughs> uh, let me think let me think yeah, play something else. Put um um slang original. Slang original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slang original. I just dropped that one like a week ago. All right, let me find it. All right, yeah, I see that. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, yeah. One that we did. Um, we actually did this in the studio, kind of like right after I had um put the record together. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, all right, let's. You know what I'm saying? Let's give them let's give them a quick visual to this. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we did, man. Um, and you know, it came out really dope, you know what I'm saying? Especially like something on the fly like that. You know what I mean? All right, like here, here you go. We'll be back. Oh. Niggas know, man. John Jiggs, BP, huh? Monopoly, huh? Yeah, listen. 
Slang original, I maintain ritual. Readily propelling through pain to pain visuals. I ain't pinning you rappers, it's plain pitiful. Once you pull up in, it's a bang and rain chemical. Iller than all loving, be killing all summer. Cook crack, then it's no looking back. The forerunner, you grew into a lane and shamed your poor mother. I don't know if you want smoke or trying to score something. How you want it? My O's is 400. You ain't got the same sauce, cause I be the sauce of it. Soaring above it while y'all was whole loving. I was stacking up my lettuce, chopping them raw onions. More punches, just picture your car crumbling. When it comes to this beat, I am literally Dolph Lundgren. I'm at the cusp and you couldn't cut the mustard. You acting tough as an uppercut to your bi cuspid, bitch. Yeah, listen, um, Lord Teflon, same motherfucker that they slept on, feed him the potato like a waiter at a restaurant. Since I turned to a father, I haven't slept long. That's why I got my first bond tatted on my left arm. This is underground luxury. Tucked a couple rappers in the wing. Now I can't get them from under me. I'm the reason you running around comfortably. The guard post, sharper than most. Deluxe cutlery. Legendary line pusher. Slime will cook you. Something like a fish out of water. The line's hooked you. Put it on the line. Prime time for the mucker. I was out in New England selling dimes in Worcester. You and all them niggas you running with all punishment trying to throw rocks at the throne i'm hearing none of it we come equipped niggas talk a ton of shit the shoddy pop your body drop like a ton of bricks Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, y'all? I clicked the wrong damn button. <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah, I like that one though too. I like when they uh that singing. Yeah, yeah, word. I'm saying, what's under underground luxury? Underground luxury. That's just like, I mean, that was, I mean, to me, in a way, that was my way. Like, you know, usually, like when you pick most people, when they picture underground hip hop or the way that it's always perceived is like, you're an underground rapper. You got to be like. You ain't you, you know what I'm saying? You can't, it's like you can't be fly or you gotta be like more grimy looking or whatever. And to me, I just feel like that's crazy. Like, you know, like, you know, from the beginning, and you know, niggas that have been involved with hip hop been getting fresh and getting fly. You understand what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I just, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I never saw anything wrong with being, you know what I'm saying? With being fly or wanting to wear nice things or have nice, you know what I'm saying? have nice stuff or whatever that's kind of all that was that's why i call it underground luxury because it's like different because if you like if you go pick 10 underground rappers underground hip-hop rap you know hip-hop artists right now but you know probably seven out of the ten the image is not gonna be no fly shit. you understand what i'm saying it's gonna be like you know 
So I just, you know, it's just something different. Underground luxury. I'm actually thinking about calling that shit like uh maybe calling the album that or something like that. You know what I'm saying? In the future. Yeah, I would say uh I ain't saying you are A Z, but it kinda it's like that it takes me back to somebody sound like A Z a little bit. Like how you I like how you rap it, man. You 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 in there. Thank you, man. Yo, A Z like growing up is one of my favorite favorite rappers, you know what I'm saying? So that's a that's an honor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can, I can like that's how I can hear it because like, yeah, I, like the flow and then just how you rapping, it sounds good though. But AZ one of my favorites, but it yeah. sounds good, man. Thanks. I'm saying, so what's next for you? Um, the next thing, the next project that we're gonna, we actually in June we're gonna be putting out um Twin Cannons two. In 2017, me and uh. Uh, Case Slugger, he's like, you know, he's a legendary producer over in uh, Malmo, Sweden. Mm. In 2017, me and him collaborated and we put together, you know, a classic album. One al an album that pretty much kind of blew the doors off for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, you know, that project. Yeah, up anyway. And a lot of, I'm sorry? How did y'all hook up? Oh, just over the internet. Just over the internet. Um, I was just looking for new producers and I had heard um heard his sound. He had already done some stuff for like uh when I met him, he had already done some stuff for like West Side Gun, Conway, uh 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 Hus Kingpin, a couple other people, smooth, a couple other artists that I had been listening to. And I just really liked his sound. So we linked up, but nobody had thought to do a full project with him yet. You understand what I'm saying? So they, you know, he was just getting little placements here and there. So when I um when we we started to link up and we started to do music, it just everything. The first project, the first song we did was it was this song called French Quarter, you know what I'm saying? And I ended up actually shooting a video for this too, for this song too. And it was like something that people really, really gravitated. It had like a if you look it up, it's got like the, the beat and everything is kind of like jazzy. It's like a whole. It's like it's literally like a jazz group, you know what I'm saying? Um, so. Yeah, I um we did that project and like I said, it opened a lot of doors. That was the first time I got to go to go to Europe and go uh, you know, on international tour. That's my first vinyl deal. You know what I'm saying? That's just like that just kinda like put my put me on the map as an underground artist, you know what I'm saying? And uh we you know, we've been both just like super duper busy just working on this, you know, since then he's he was on a couple of Conway's newest albums, you know what I'm saying? And he's done, he's, he's, he's been on even a West Side Gun album too, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and we just, uh, you know, we've, we have been working on this. When I actually went out there on tour, we actually had taken like maybe three or four days in the studio and we put this thing together and it's like, it just came out so dope. Like you, you can really hear us being in the zone. So, um, you know, to make a long story short, in June, we're gonna be dropping Twin Cannons too. You know, what I'm saying? Um, I think a lot of people are going to be super duper excited about this because, like I said, it was it, honestly, that's the first time a lot of people heard of John Jakes. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially my overseas following. I mean, I mean, that, that was literally overnight. That really made me somebody over there, too. You know what I'm saying? So what's the name of your crew? Like Monopoly Family? Yeah, Monopoly Family. Yeah, that's the squad. That's a uh, shout out to Rockwell. Shout out to Mouth. Shout out to Nam Nitty. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Swab, shout out to Shiner 88, Richard Al, B Reynolds, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole team. Word up. Is that in Atlanta? Where where y'all at? Um, we actually all spread up spread around. Me and Nam, we in Atlanta. Uh uh Mouth, 
Mouth is in New York. Rock is in New Jersey. Um, shout out to the good people too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we kind of all spread around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the good people, they're a group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my people too. Yeah, I think I had them on the show too. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I want to say a couple couple of years ago I had them on the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had them on the show. Uh, let me see. I'm sorry? No, I'm trying to look and see when I had them on the show. Oh. This, it's the Saint and DJ Imski, MJ Imski, the Saint. Yep. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had them on the show a little while ago. That's cool. Two years ago. Two years ago. Definitely good peoples, man. Like the like says. So what was uh what's some of your interests outside of music? Um, outside of music, I mean to be honest with you, man, I just be like kind of like spending time with my family. I like the barbecue and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Basic stuff. But as far as um I mean, to be honest with you, I'm really like a nerd when it comes to this hip hop stuff. It's kind of like it's sad, but it's kind of like all I really. <laughs> what do you mean? I, it's only thing. It's, I'm just being honest. It's like kind of. I mean, I like sneakers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I meant I'm a, I'm a sneakerhead, but I mean to be honest with you, it's like um, hip hop is really the only thing that excites me. So, do you are you into like? Uh... There you go. Are you into like, you be watching like documentaries and everything? When yeah, you're so, yeah. So, so I don't really mess with sports like that. I do. Um, there's a couple of things on Netflix that I catch here and there. I don't watch much TV, but I, you know, I just pay attention to everything hip hop. Like, you know, what I'm saying all the different platforms. I'm always watching people's interviews and listening to old, you know, listening to music and, you know, what I'm saying. So like most of the things that I do, you know, it, it kind of has something to do with hip hop. I'm pretty boring in that way, you know what I'm saying? You into uh, battle rap? Yeah, love it, love it. You do it or you don't do it? Nah, I don't do it. I mean, I used to, I used to do, you know, do battle rapping when I was like in high school and stuff like that. Um, and even in my early twenties, like you know, also I'm like, yo, you know, we might all be at the club and then we would meet and then and then we would go out in the parking lot after the club and battle and it'd be money on the line or we battle at the diner or you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Battle on the corner. We, you know, might be in the city in, in New York City and battle, but like, um, not nothing like not nothing like what they're doing now. It's it's, it's incredible, man. I'm so, I I be so entertained when I watch that stuff. You know, what you, like, uh, you watch the Cassidy Hitman Holler? Yeah, I haven't. I actually that's the one I haven't seen yet. You know, what man, I'm saying? I think I think Cassidy got him on this. Yeah, one. but that's what I keep hearing. That, you know, that's that to me. That's crazy because yeah, I was like, y'all better shit. You know, that's the all they two times. He had to warm up, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is too. Um, the first two times, everybody, you know, it was unanimous. Cassidy, people say Cassidy lost, and I seen both of them. He lost those first two. But to hear people saying half of the people saying Cassidy won and half of the people, and I feel bad for Hitman Holler, bro, because you you're now you're the nigga that lost to Cassidy, bro. And he yeah. and, and before this, Hitman Hollow was one of the he's he was a top five battle rapper. Yeah, so I guess. like Cassidy ain't battling no bums. Every everybody that he's battled is like serious. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I said, I don't, I don't know how you count it though, man, because it was like Cassidy won the first two rounds, but then Hitman Hollow, you could say he won the last one. So I don't know if it's because the last round, like you hold more weight or not, or you just go by the round. Yeah, nah, you just you basically somebody take if anybody takes two rounds, that's it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But um, but yeah, like I mean I Hitman Holler, he's always been one of my favorites just because of his showmanship. 
You know what I'm saying? He's great with that. You believe it. When he's doing it, you believe it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but and, and to hear that he could have possibly lost, it's like, damn, son, like, yo, Cassidy? Because the last Cassidy I seen was saying was spitting some fire, but he was stiff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to imagine him not being stiff and spitting that same shit. And, and, it, and it, it, to me, in my head, it's like, yeah, that's kind of dangerous. Because I can't really think of too many whack bars that Cassidy had in any of those battles. It's just that it, it, was, it wasn't entertaining. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Nah, he, I thought he, I want. I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to watch it. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna eventually get around to it. You know, I just bought a new big screen TV too, so I'm gonna get. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna definitely get <laughs> get into that word. So, so I would say, uh, so, so, what do you do? Is like, what motivates you the most? Like money, fame, the love, or the culture? What motivates you the most? What motivates you now? What motivates me most is definitely like, um. I really, man, one thing that's really important to me is I just, I want to leave a legacy, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when we started this conversation, we were talking about, uh, you know, Nas and Mob Deep and uh, people like that. You know what I'm saying? In 10, 20 years, I want to be, yo, I grew up listening to the Jigs, man. He's the one that made me, you know what I'm saying? I want to leave that impression where, like, where I want to be, like, somebody they would be, they would consider a bar for where you should be lyrically. You understand what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, somebody who just who gave the fans memories and quality music. You know, stay consistent, man. That's all. You know, that's all I can really ask. That's honestly what really uh, drives me. It's just what people are gonna say in 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? What advice would you give to a new MC? Um, I mean. The number one thing is, man, just don't follow trends, man. Be yourself, yo. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself, man. And it and it may it's a harder road because you know anybody anybody can anybody can adapt the same style that everybody else is doing, and you you get you could get lucky and have a hit. You know what I'm saying? But to stick to what's real to you and to succeed in that way it's a longer road it's a harder road it's a longer process but it's so much more gratifying and then out of that comes longevity you know what i'm saying so you could have i mean me personally i would rather have a steady climb up every single time i put out a new project than to just come out with a big huge smash hit and then nobody cares about you in six months you know what i'm saying pretty much so you know that's that that's what I'm all about. Like I said, it's the longevity and the legacy. You know what I'm saying? All right. Then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Oh man, you know what I mean? I love y'all, man, and thank you for everything. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for everybody. Anybody who ever uh, you know, uh watched the video or you know, bought some merch or downloaded or streamed my projects or anything like that, man, or bought a ticket to a show. Much love, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm forever in debt to you. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? Just look out for um look out for more and more. The madness is in stores now. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got it yet, you need to wake up like yesterday and go get that, stream that, run them numbers up. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know what I'm saying, and look out for that twin cannons too. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. You already know, man. It's good. I appreciate you having me, bro. Real shit. Yeah, no doubt, man. Likewise. I got to go back and listen. You're going to have me listen to that other one. I'm going to go listen to that one right when I get done today. The one you yeah, saying. Man, with, with no, the, uh, you. 
Yeah, go through that catalog, bro. My catalog is crazy, man. I don't, I'm not even a big bragging type of dude, but you, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if, if you're into that style of music, if you go through my catalog, you'll be like, you know what I'm saying? You'll yeah, be, I'm going to listen to it then. I'm going to probably hit you up again, bring you back on so we can talk about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. You can, you know, you can pick my brain, bro. It's all good. All right, for sure. Um, you was already kind of doing it, but you want to hit him with your social media? Any shout outs? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, again, shout out to the whole Monopoly family, you know what I'm saying, uh, brothers. And then, um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at John underscore Jigs. Follow me on Twitter at Jigs the Great. You know what I mean? Um, anybody, uh, you can also, you know, follow me on Bandcamp, follow me on Spotify, stream the music. You know what I'm saying? I love your comments and your, you know, your likes and everything like that. I respond, try to respond as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? And peace and love to everybody, man. And keep this hip-hop shit alive. Let's go. Yep. All right, y'all. We out. We'll be back in a little bit. Check me out at popolticking.com.